the last 30 days or so has been a real fascinating experience for me. Uh, I've devoted a lot of thought to some very critically important parts of the entrepreneurial journey, the path, the road that people follow. And I feel like I'm starting to learn more about negative feedback loops, the comfort zones people have, overcoming fears and people's relationships with money, specifically making money. Uh, I'm starting to understand a little bit deeper more than probably I ever have. And I haven't talked too much about money on this podcast. I have some very definite personal principles about money that are kind of locked in for me. And honestly, they have been for years. Uh, I spent a lot of personal development work on this subject back in my Shackley days and came to some real important, very logical, personal conclusions regarding my approach and relationship to money. And I'll probably be talking more about that in the future as we move forward. I feel like I'm going to be talking more and more about money because uh, the kind of money that those that we work with will be making, I think it's going to be really necessary. So I'm going to be talking more about money. But before we go real deep in this session, I would just like to ask you to ask yourself this question. What would you rather be than rich? What would you rather be than rich? I would rather be this than rich. What is this for you? Uh, the word that immediately pops into my mind is understood. Uh, and then right after that, I would probably think impactful. Uh, the world is full of many financially strapped people that have very positive impact on their families and their churches and their communities and everybody around them, their neighbors. Uh, we all know people like that that uh, that just have a positive impact wherever they are. I've always believed that your long-term income is in direct proportion to the value you provide to the market that you serve. Those of are, that are long-time listeners of this podcast, you've heard me say that a hundred times. So I want you to answer this question. What would you rather be than rich? And identify five things that you would rather be than rich. If you're not driving or walking your dog while you're listening, grab a pen and write them down. What would you rather be than rich? And if you're multi multitasking right now, identify five things clearly in your mind while you're walking your dog or on your treadmill. Uh, you know, I, over the last two or three weeks, as I've been trying to clarify this concept in my mind, I've been just randomly asking people that I talk to on the phone uh, or people that I met at Myrtle Beach or whatever, uh, just you know, what would you rather be than rich? And I hear things like happy and respected and so on and so forth. And I just want to make sure that you stay with me in this session and that you get full value of what I really want to share. So pause it now. Write down the five things you would rather be than rich. Pause this session now and answer that question. What would you rather be than rich? Name five things. Go ahead, please pause now and answer that question for yourself before you hear my voice again. 
Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. I hope you've had an awesome 4th of July. Don and I are planning on taking her adult kids, Tori and his girlfriend and Taylor and her boyfriend, to a big fireworks show they have at Stone Mountain, Georgia National Park every year. So we're looking forward to that. Plus, it'll be a great opportunity for me to do drop cards. Yes, There'll be $100 bill drop cards scattered all over Stone Mountain National Park. I I just can't help it. Uh, The number of leads I got from last week being in Myrtle Beach was just kind of mind-boggling, really, when I got home. All the people that requested the uh, uh, crypto report. But anyway, and then as soon as this podcast is over this morning, Don and I are going to head over to Six Flags Water Park, chill and float around the world's largest lazy river for a couple of hours. Uh, You know, we really, really work hard. We go at it as hard as we can, but we also take time to decompress and chill. So I hope you and yours had an awesome fourth, as Jim Rohn has always said, always said, wherever you are, be there. And I hope you had a phenomenal fourth of July. So let's get into the content at this time of this podcast recording. Again, it's Saturday morning. Uh, this session will actually drop on Tuesday the 5th. Uh, I definitely need to stop and decompress. I was supposed to do that in Myrtle Beach, but honestly, with the timing of everything happening in our iHub Meta business and between that and me you know, responding to people and, and then going to ball games and yelling at referees at my granddaughter's basketball games during the tournament down there, uh, I didn't decompress at the level I needed to. Uh, so this week has been beyond fascinating for for me in more ways than I can really explain. As most of you know, I've been um, I've made reference at least to the literally literally mental exhaustion and brain fog I've experienced since COVID. You know, way back in November, and it's real for me. Uh, I keep waiting for it to get better, but honestly, it seems to get worse. And I'm not sure if it's the COVID residuals they talk about or just the time and place and situations I find myself at this time on my personal entrepreneurial journey. Uh, When you add to that the fact that my entire life, I've never been able to understand the overall need for some people to have a life full of drama. And I've always not understood the lack of self-awareness that some people have and the internal need to always find something to worry about. And I feel like I'm just surrounded by that in the real world, which makes every day a little bit more complex, along with people's inability to get down to where the rubber hits the road and focus on that which is important. 
I mean, all these factors together kind of just boggle my mind, honestly. And I guess to add to that, add add to all of this, you know, I'm also promoting a program to people where there is more money to be made than they or I have ever seen in our life. And when you consider all these things at the same time, you come up with an unusual but deeper perspective. And that is really what I'm going to try to communicate in this session. Okay, I'm assuming you have your list of in front of you of five things you would rather be than rich. It's clarified in your mind at least, or you've written it down on paper. So I'm assuming you've done that. Right? So here's the main point of this podcast. If you look at the five things you've written down or clarified in your mind, I mean, my former self would have probably said understood. I would rather be understood than rich, impactful, authentic, uh, value-focused, dependable, would probably have been what my former self would have said. So what's on your list? And here's what I want you to you just stop and consider because some of you may have a real disconnect here. You may or may not, but some of you may. And if you do have a disconnect here, I think it'll be real obvious real quick and you'll be able to make changes that will make an impact for you if there is a disconnect. Not everybody has a disconnect. When I was asking this pe- this question you know, to many people I know, random people I met at Myrtle Beach uh, the last few weeks – Probably the five responses I heard the most was, I would rather be truthful than rich. I would rather be honest than rich. I would rather be a nice person. A lot of people say, I'd rather be a nice person than rich. I'd rather be happy than rich. I'd rather have true friends than be rich. So I heard a lot of different things. What's on your list? Now, here's the paradigm shift. Here's the paradigm shift. If you need it. Not all of you will need it. I don't know what's on your list, but here's the paradigm shift some of you can have. You can have it all. You can have it all. See, the only place you can't be truthful and rich or a nice person and rich or happy and rich or have true friends and be rich The only place that cannot happen is in your own mind. That's the only place it cannot happen. Some people really believe that all rich people are, that that they're not honest, they're not truthful, they're mean people, they're not happy people, they don't have real friends. Some people really walk around every day with that paradigm, that belief that rich people are not happy people, rich people are not honest people, and so on and so forth. And if you have this type of paradigm in your mind, these type of thoughts in your mind, whatever your five things that you wrote down will reveal where your mind really is, whatever they are, and you will know whether you need help or not. But if you have a hang-up with being rich, will you ever allow yourself to become wealthy? And I, yes, I said allow. 
who wants to be rich if you're going to get if you're going to become rich and have no friends and again y'all have heard me reference this in the past i mean i get this at different levels you know joe walsh had it right it's it's tough to handle this fortune and fame everybody's so different i haven't changed and i can remember distinctly feeling like that early in my career you know when 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 people that i've known my whole life started treating me different because of the home i was living in and the and the and the cars that i was driving or whatever and it's like i haven't changed at all so that affected me at the time in a, in a very negative way uh but the reality is this is something that you have to wrap your mind around. You know, years ago when I was in Shackley, I had an audio tape, and I just absolutely wore it out. I disintegrated it. I listened to it so many times. It was from a distributor. He wasn't real high up in the company, maybe a coordinator, which means he got it done, but he wasn't, you know, real high up. But he was a pastor from, I think, Tennessee, Jim Jim Pope. And the title of the audio was, you can have it all. And again, I literally wore that tape out. I played it over and over and over. And then, but that was kind of the foundation that helped me kind of wrap my mind around some of this. Now, I had other things that I went through at the time because, you know, a lot of people uh, are, are, are raised in different types of environments. You know, money doesn't grow on trees. Don't get too big for your britches. Uh, Money is the, uh, the the love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, money is the root of all evil, and 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 it doesn't say money is the root of all evil. It says the love of money is the root of all evil, which I would agree with. And there's just a lot of different things, and it's how we process and how we understand and how we internalize information, and especially around money. You know, and I've told the story about the girl that could never break the hundred thousand dollar barrier, and then she realized the reason she couldn't because if she made more than a hundred thousand in a year, then she would be making more than her dad ever made, and she didn't feel that was right. She had a hang up there; there was a block, and she had a conversation with her dad, and her dad said, "Honey, go out and make this year the best year ever, and and when your your year's over." I'll go out. We'll go out to dinner, and I'll let you buy dinner, and we can we can celebrate your success. And she blew right through the hundred hundred thousand dollar a year barrier. Some of you have heard "Break the Barrier" by my, one of my network marketing mentors, Jim Burke. So this is something I've paid a lot of attention to over the years. I mean, there was a book that came out probably in around two thousand five or so. It was by John. I never can say his name, his last name, Asaroff or something like that. But he, I think he worked with Bob Proctor at one time. But the name of the book was Having It All, Achieving Your Goals and Your Dreams. And I remember that was a really good book. And it's something that we have to really wrap our mind around because the world tells us you can't have it all. It's either this or that. But no, you can't have it all. And while I'm thinking about it, Shelley, I know you'll probably listen to this, but that uh, John's book on achieving your life's goals and dreams might be real timely uh, after, uh, I think, right now you're going through John Maxwell. So maybe right after that. But anyway, let me continue. So this having it all concept has really been programmed in my mind over the years. And, and I feel like I look at it from a pretty solid perspective. 
So the first thing I hope you'll really think about after this session is over is what is your feelings toward money? Because if you sincerely believe that all rich people are not honest, then why would you ever allow yourself to become wealthy? To achieve your full upside potential, you must have a deep self-awareness around money and get your thoughts around financial independence and becoming wealthy clarified and settled in your own mind. If there's issues you need to to identify those issues, deal with them and so you can move forward and achieve your full upside potential. A lot of people have issues around money. They have lack of self-awareness about those issues. You got to get aware with them, aware if there's issues there, you have to deal with your issues around money if you want to achieve your full upside potential. Does that make sense? If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you've heard me say many times over the past several months that a new era of making money is here. Frankly, business models like traditional network marketing, selling consumable products, uh, e-commerce stores, you know, setting up Shopify stores or whatever, Kindle publishing, Amazon, eBay, uh, Facebook Marketplace, they're still viable, but none of them can hold a candle to the passive income wealth generating opportunities that are available now and will be coming in more even in the future. And to not really recognize and wrap your mind around this new era is a major mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs and even people listening to this podcast are making. I've talked about it several times. But to not recognize what's happening right now is a mistake. You know, I've said this dozens of times over the last few weeks because of smart contracts available on the blockchain, crypto, and decentralized finance. Opportunities are available right now today that weren't even available a couple of years ago. They weren't possible. The amount of money that can be made is beyond anything that has ever existed before yes it's never even existed before do you hear what i'm saying the reason it's never existed before because smart track smart contracts on the blockchain crypto none of that was even close to being mainstream yet and and as i've said multiple times right now i'm i am involved with ihub global and this new loop I have met a TV program that they have introduced just you know a few weeks ago is by far the most lucrative opportunity I have seen in my 40 plus years of being an entrepreneur. Before smart contracts on the blockchain and crypto, this type of wealth generating program could have never existed. It's new. It's never been done before. And it's just been fascinating to me to watch newbies and even seasoned veteran entrepreneurs try to put this never-before-available opportunity in a box that they are familiar with. They try to put it in the direct sales box or the MOM box or the network marketing box or the B2B sales box. I used to do B2B sales and so on and so forth. And they try to put it in a certain box. 
And as long as, as this is their mindset, it will be impossible for them to see it for what it really is. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm including owners of companies that are involved in this as well. I mean, and, and again, it's not good or bad. It's just kind of is what it is. When you, as long as is their minds, as long as their mindset is, it's this. It's a B two B type program. It's a MOM program. It's a direct sales program. As long as they try to put it in a certain box, and that's their mindset, it won't be impossible that, for them to really see it for what it is. This is a new wealth creation box. A box that has never existed before and couldn't have existed. That's a key point. It even it couldn't even have existed a couple of years ago or ever in history. And to the development of smart contracts on the blockchain, crypto, and decentralized finance, we're here. And I have team members that are desperately trying to wrap their minds around this. Honestly, as I said earlier, I think even some of the owners of the three companies involved are really trying to wrap their minds around the significance of what's been created here. And and it's only because all of these three companies came together at the same time is this even possible. So the magnitude of the opportunity uh, when you get when you when you really start to see it and start to understand it and get out your calculator, what happens is the magnitude of the opportunity exposes individuals' fears, their weaknesses, and it reveals where their true comfort zone is. And I'm going to say that again: when you when you're involved in a, an opportunity of this magnitude, then you're exposed. You're just exposed. Uh, the magnitude of an opportunity like this, again, it will expose your fears, your weaknesses, and it reveals your comfort zone, where your comfort zone really is. Wannapreneurs, Mark, Mark Cuban word, wannapreneurs, people that want to be entrepreneurs, wannapreneurs, and those hanging out inside of side gig social clubs are quickly exposed. <laughs> quickly exposed. Each individual has to make the decision to confront whatever their mental block or fear is and move forward every day, every week, or stay stagnant. And if they stay stagnant, they're going to end up in a state where they're going to live in wistful regret for the rest of their life because they let it pass through their fingers. And I know all this, it may sound like BS, hype, or whatever you want to call it, however you want to process it in your own mind. But myself and many other experienced entrepreneurs understand what we're looking at. We know an opportunity of this magnitude has never existed before. Never existed before. Period. And this is a message that I shared with our team last week uh, on our private Facebook group. Maybe it will help 
me try to kind of put this in perspective if I just share this message I wrote. And again, this was posted in our pri- for our private team. And I just said it, it's called Quality Decisions. And I'll just read it. And, I, and let me find it here. Uh, David Johnston is taking vacation this week to get in front of as many business owners as possible in Alabama. He referenced the fact that his goal is 50 no's as soon as possible. And that 50 50 decision makers who've seen the two-minute video and said, no, I don't want a free loop player. Success is guaranteed for anyone after they have 50 decision makers tell them they don't want a free loop player. Yes, I said guaranteed. Philip Cantu made reference he is back in the United States and in the field this week, and he talked about how he stumbled his way along, uh, not feeling comfortable at all, that every time he communicated with a business owner, none of the situations were the same, that daily walking through the first couple of doors was the hardest, but if, that if you just keep going, it gets easier and easier. And the bottom line, he had, he gave away four boxes this week, his first week in the field. And I see Philip becoming a millionaire. I just do. I have from the, for years. Well, for a year since I've known him. Kamala Robinson has decided she's going to own Michigan. Success always happens after a quality decision. She is taking action on her decision, and the positive results speak for themselves. She can't be stopped because Michigan, like the rest of the United States, is wide open. Who's going to own your state? In 40 years, I've never seen anyone grow as much as Kamala Robinson. She is not remotely close to the same person today that she was when I first met her. Alan Knight Alan has progressed forward in his entrepreneurial journey more than many of the people on our team can even imagine. The Alan I met a couple of years ago and the Alan today is the same likable guy, but he has put his work but he's put in the work. He's expanded his comfort zone, he's refined his skills, and he will continue this process. The road is the same for all of us. He said his goal when he walks into business is to have the decision maker watch the video as soon as possible. A great goal. The less you say, the more money you make. Let the tools do the talking. You can travel the road Alan, Kamala, Philip, David, and many others are traveling, or you can just watch. You have an awesome team of supportive people that will cheer you on on your journey. Team. Together. Everyone achieves more. This is a 100% mental game that can be mastered. Did you hear what I said? It can be mastered by you. By you. If you make a quality decision, the good news is it can be mastered quickly, almost instantly. 20 hours of time in the field getting in front of decision makers is all you need to do to be on a path to 100 boxes and $10,000 a month. That's true. 
We have 19-year-olds doing it, and we have 78-year-olds doing it, and it's true. You can accept the path or not accept it. That's up to you. Those in the field working know it's true. As someone said last night on our call, after your first box, it's like popcorn. You will not be stopped. You just pop, pop, pop. And then I gave them an article worth reading. I'll put it in the show notes for those of you listening to the podcast. It was the 20-hour rule. It's actually a article over at MLMSuccess.com. Continued, success always, always happens after a quality decision is made. This is a game where you are competing with yourself. Can you make, can you make yourself consistently do what needs to be done until you are in a monotonous, boring, wealth-creating rhythm and routine. Building on your wing, on your income week after week after boring, monotonous week. Smiley face. Because everyone in the field knows that every week they're going to go out and they're going to add to the residual income that they've already created. You know, Alan, and I'm going off script here, but Alan said uh, on the call also last week he said i've already made more money in three weeks than i've ever made in network marketing and he's just building on because you had more boxes more boxes more boxes working towards the first major goal being 100 boxes which will give you ten thousand dollars a month in income and then you just keep building on it month after month after month you're building an income i'll continue back to my original post to my team those that can get to the point those that can get to the point of, mon- of monotonous, boring, income-generating w- weeks, those can, they can get to this point are going to win and win bigger than they've ever won in their life. Those that can't get themselves to this level will be watching others win and making excuses. We are all traveling the same road. You can say this person or that person has an advantage or whatever for whatever reason, but the truth is to hit the thousand box go and a thousand boxes would create one point two million dollars a year in annual income for the affiliate. The truth is to hit the thousand box go, everyone reading this, myself included, will have to continue to compete with ourselves daily until we don't. And see, that's the key, guys, that people don't understand. I've traveled this road many times. You have the daily disciplines to do it, do it, do it. And then it's like when I overcame call reluctance, you know, I had to look at that sign on my phone. It said, if you have nothing to lose by trying and a great deal to gain is successful, by all means try, do it now. And I would read it and pick up the phone and just make the calls. That's how I overcame call reluctance. So you have to do that daily until you don't because one day – I realized I don't need this sign on my phone every more, anymore, and I took it off, and I haven't needed it since. So you have to do it consistently and, and, and have the discipline until you don't, and that's just the way it works, until new programming has been developed, new confidence has been developed. So And, and see, the thing that really helps here is like Philip, he went out – you know, like 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 we said earlier, you know, didn't feel real comfortable, got through a few doors. The first two were the hardest, but he did four boxes his first week. Well, that's 
$400 a month in ongoing passive income for the rest of his life, and how many will he add this week and next week and the week after? See, if you're making money consistently, it makes a huge difference in your ability to fight through your comfort zone. Let me get back. I I understand this path, and this too will be part of part of your comfort zone over time. Don't fool yourself. It gets easier. You can make money or you can make excuses, but you can't make both. To thy own self be true. If you've not yet made a quality decision, not much is going to change. I encourage you to spend some time with yourself this weekend. Decide you can and will do this and set a go for 50 no's from decision makers and don't look back. The future is in your hands. It's in front of you. Ten millionaires, 500 six-figure earners, thousands of life changed. I see it. I feel it. I hope you decide to be part of it. So that's what I shared with our team. And here's what I know. In every business model, the goal is to focus on three things you can control and spend no thought on the things you can't control and the what-ifs. Get rid of the what-ifs. In our business, the only three things that matter is how many contacts did I make today? How many decision makers saw the two-minute video? How many free loot boxes did I give away today? Those are the three questions. That's it. Nothing else matters. As an affiliate, they can earn up to $100 per month for every loot box that they give away to qualified business owners. A hundred boxes given away creates a $10,000 monthly income. 300 boxes given away can create create up to a $30,000 monthly income. And you can do the math. A thousand boxes is $1.2 million a year in ongoing monthly commissions. And you've not sold a product. You've not sponsored one team member. And there's no monthly fees or all to ship. I mean, how can that possibly be true? I'm not talking. You haven't sponsored a person. Dale, you're telling me I get they, they when these people give away, give away, give away a hundred boxes. They're going to be making ten thousand dollars a month. Yes, yes. How can that possibly be true? Because smart contracts on the blockchain, crypto, and DeFi are offering opportunities that couldn't even existed a couple of years ago. My goal is to help 500 people make full-time six-figure incomes and help 10 people on our team become millionaires. When that happens, thousands of families earn $1,000 to $5,000 a month without selling a product and with no monthly fees. And you know what the really sad part is? Some people that are here with us right now will miss it. Will miss it. Five years from now, people from around the world will be saying, man, I wish I could have had the opportunity to buy Google stock when it was in pre-sale. No, not Google stock, but it's comparable to Google's, Google stock. But five years from now, people are saying, man, uh, I wish I could have joined iHub Global during that beta stage. You know that's going to happen five years from now. When the, when the number of millionaires this company is going to create – you know people are going to be saying that five years from now. They're going to be all over that. You know it. I know it. 
I mean, how many millions of times do you think it's gone through people's minds and, and they've said to themselves, you know, man, I wish I could have gotten involved in Amway back when Dexter Yeager did. How many millions of times has that been said by people all over the world? Or, oh, I wish I could have bought a McDonald's franchise when they were only $15,000. Or, I wish I could have got in on Bitcoin when it was less than a nickel. Or bought Dogecoin or Shiba Inu when it was one-fiftieth of a penny. I mean, the examples, guys, are endless. Endless. You know, I heard a preacher one time, y'all have heard me say this, if you listen to this podcast, I've said it 10,000 times, but he said, if we if we all had a crystal ball and we could see the future, we could all become millionaires. And I felt like standing on the pew, this was 25 years ago, and screaming, no, 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 no. If we all had a crystal ball and we could see the future, we could all become millionaires. And then I felt like standing on the pew and saying, no, 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 not if we don't take advantage of what we see. You have to take advantage of what you see. So the two things that will stop all people from achieving their full upside potential will stop some of the people that that are with us right now, early in this beta stage of this program before it launches. And it's what's going to stop most of the people on your team, no matter what you're doing. And that's fear and worry. You know, the what ifs creates continuous a continuous negative feedback loop of worry that never goes away. Well, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if they ask me this? What if they say that? What about this? What about that? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? The what ifs, the fear and the worry, uh, some people cannot get out of their own negative feedback loop. They don't know how to break it. You know, they can't they can't get their mind reprogrammed and quit and quit thinking about the what ifs and focus on what they can do and what they can control and let everything else doesn't exist. It doesn't even exist. And you can call it living in a fantasy world or whatever. I call it being as productive as you possibly can with the information that you have and not worrying about all the other stuff. Worry is a habit. You know, some people have to have drama in their life. You probably have relatives like that. They have to always have some kind of drama. It's like you're dealing with high school kids all the time. Always drama in their life. And then there's other people that have to be worried about something all the time. All the time, there has to be there has they have to be worried about something. And if there's nothing to worry about, they'll make something up. And you know what? In some people's mind, worry is an expression of love. I've been around people that felt like if they weren't worried about other people, then that means they didn't care about them or didn't love them. That's not true. It's not true. It's messed up. It's messed up the way the wiring that they have in their mind about what worry really is. It's messed up. And when you have messed up wiring in your mind, it's not that you're a messed up person or that you can't get your mind rewired. You can, thankfully. Many of us have. Many of us continue to work on it every day. Rework our wiring. You know, if it doesn't serve you, then change it. If your wiring does not serve you well, change your wiring. Reprogram your mind. So worry is not an expression of love. I personally think worry is a sin. You know, in Matthew it says, Therefore I tell you, don't worry about your life what you will eat, what you will drink, or, or about your body, what your body will wear. 
Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? So, yes, I did say it. I think worry is a sin. Worry is a sinful expression of fear and a severe problem of the heart. It is a sin that many people struggle with on a day-to-day basis. They do, all around us. It's a serious problem. And I learned how to deal with worry years ago, and I'm very thankful for that. Again, this goes back to my Shackley days. It was an event somewhere in Ohio. seemed like it was Springfield or somewhere. The gentleman conducting this seminar, his name was Pat Worley, and he, he got heavy into worry and, and how worry stops your production. It stops your vision. It stops your, you know, focus on your goals when you're worried about all the what ifs. And and he said, I, he gave us a challenge and he said, here's what I want you to do. He said, for the next 30 days, every time you have a stressful thought or you're, you become worried about something in your business or your life, he said, you got to get a jar, a mason jar, and we had one. And he said, I want you to put beside the mason jar a little pad and pencil. And every time you have a, a worry thought, what if this, what if that, he said, write it down and drop it in the jar and then refuse to think about it anymore and focus on your goals. So well, what if this, what if, what if, the, what if, that goes on back order what if you know what if what if this person doesn't hit their assistant supervisor rank what if this what if that so back then in Shackley it was all kinds of different things as we all could worry about a lot of things every day so we decided I'm going to do this for 30 days I'm going to do what he said and I wrote I wrote you know when he said when something pops in your mind write it down Put it in your worry jar and then re- cancel, cancel, and replace it with the positive. A lot of you, those of you that have gone through our program in your mind for success program, you've heard me talk about the cancel, cancel technique. You understand that. Cancel, cancel, replace it with the positive. But that came from Pat Worley. And uh, so that's what we started doing. And then he said, at the end of a month, sit down, pull out all the papers. And go through them and read them to yourself. He said, because 99% of the things you worried about never happened. And he said, most people get so bogged down in life and in business because they're worrying about things that will never happen. Man, I never forgot it. I'm so glad I went through that exercise for 30 days. Uh, I've never had a problem with it since. And some of you listening to me, need to find a mason jar, a pad of paper, and a pen, and the next 30 days, just try this. Just try it. Because you have to learn to conquer this negative feedback loop of worry. The last thing I want to, I guess, talk about that we see, it's really overcoming fear. Overcoming fear is simple. It's really simple because you don't have to worry about conquering fear. All you have to worry about is taking the first step. Did you hear what I just said? You don't have to worry about overcoming your fear. All you have to, all you have to do is learn to take the first step. 
taking the first step. That's sincerely what it's all about. Uh, you know, Martin Luther King said, you don't have to see the entire staircase. You just have to take the first step. And that's it. You know, we have people that have been with us since the day that that this started who have not taken the first step, have not have not walked in the first business, have not contacted the first business. It kind of blows my mind. It, it really kind of blows my mind. You got to take the first step. And once you, once you start moving, continue to move forward. Because here's what I know, and for those of you that may be on our team that are listening to this podcast, here's what I know. Here's what I know. If you can get 10 no's, 10, not 50, 10 no's from decision makers who've seen the video and say, no, I don't want a free loop TV player. If you can do that, you will have more success than you can imagine. But you've got to find the decision makers, and we teach you how to do that, as you know. And you have to take the first step and get out there. See, right now, you can make more money than you ever thought possible. Now, two, three years from now, it's like, I know what the where this is going. Like two or three years from now, it's people going to say, well, how do I find businesses that don't already have these, these loop players hooked up? How can I find a business that doesn't already have this? That's where it's going. But... We're not going to be worried about it too much because I believe that I have Global will have more gizmos and gadgets for us to be marketing is my personal belief. But right now, the upside potential is unbelievable. But you got to get going. you got to take the first step, overcoming fear. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Every conversation will be a little bit different. Be authentic. Be value-focused. Tell the truth. They either want a free box or they don't. If they don't, Cool. Cool. Well, what do they get if they get a free box? They get the highest quality entertainment available for everybody that comes in their office, their tire store, their restaurant, wherever they have a TV set. They get the highest quality entertainment available, plus they can earn up to $200 a month for every screen that they have in their restaurant. So if they've got three screens, yes, we're talking up to $600 a month that that business owner can make by putting these attaching these free boxes to their TV set. Biggest no-brainer in the history of business. So you got to take the first step. And if you can't take the first step here, you can just continue to be a entrepreneur and sit back and just do whatever you want to do, be part of the social club. That's fine. But the opportunity is here. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think to myself, this is the opportunity people have been waiting for their whole life. Yes, many of those people have, have felt the same way in the past. I have. And that makes you know them a little gun-shy. I mean, my gosh, when we were involved in grocery delivery before grocery delivery was a thing, and this guy's saying he's going to be able to buy all the Piggly Wigglies in the South and people are going to be able to go to the grocery store and buy their Cap'n Crunch and get paid BV on it, it was like, oh my gosh, if this comes together, this is going to be phenomenal. Okay, but I didn't know who I was dealing with at the time, and I don't have to rehash that. But does And see, I could, I could let that one very negative experience, and I've had many, 
you know, many, many different experiences along this path. But you can let one knock you out because or, or not. I mean, my gosh, I saw NSA two years before I got started with that company. I sh- if I had joined two years earlier, I would have not made hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. I would have made millions a year. I missed it by two years. I did. It was over by the time I got there. But I still made $10,000 my first month and never made less. Again, guys, you live, learn, move forward. Live, learn, move forward. And a wise person learns from their own mistakes, but a really wise person learns from the mistakes of others. So, you know, I, I sit back and, again, many people have been involved in great opportunities. The timing was right. But you know what? There's not anybody, very few people listening to this podcast that have ever been involved in a new era opportunity. This is a new era opportunity. It's not the same box that we've all played in in the past. So the question I, I hope that you guys have listened will ask yourself, you know, is there, is there a relationship and thoughts about money that you need to fix? Because if, if it is, it can be fixed real quickly. Many times it's just a small error in judgment. And some of you have already realized, well, this is just a small error in judgment. And, and after what we've already talked about, you've already fixed it in your mind. And you're going to look at it through a different pair of glasses. And you're going to think about it different from this point on. Because the truth is money makes you, 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 whoever you are, more of what you already are. If you're a compassionate, giving, loving person, you'll become more compassionate, more loving, more giving once you get the money. If you're a little bit tight, you'll become Scrooge once you start making the money. Money makes you more of what you already are. It takes on the personality of the beholder, of the person who owns the money, who holds the money. So if there's a relationship and thoughts about money that you need to fix, you can fix that quickly. Many times, again, it's just a small error in judgment. Sometimes it may take a month or two of proper mind programming. If you've got some deep, deep limiting beliefs about money, but that can be fixed. If you feel you have a challenge with thoughts about money, let me know, because this is probably an area that I'm going to be leaning towards making more content about because, again, I, I... you know, I, I know the type of money uh, team members are going to be making, and, and you got to handle your money correctly. And there's just a lot that can be taught here. It's not something I've talked about a whole lot over the years. If it's something you think would be valuable. Please let me know. Leave leave a message in the comments or something. Uh, again, this is something that I kind of solidified in my mind to the best of my ability many years ago. Uh, and if you don't have money issues. You know, are people just caught up in a negative feedback loop? And Because for many people, this is all it is. It's just a negative feedback loop that they're caught up in. They develop the habit of worry at some point in their life, and they're always asking themselves about every situation they run into, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, and, and not just in business but in everything. We had a friend years ago one of the most negative what-if-all-the-time person. I couldn't stand being around her. Uh, I just didn't like it. Um, but her, her kids were the same way. It, she, it rubbed off on her kids. It's just sad. You know, there's a lot of smart, intelligent people out there that are caught in this what-if feedback loop. 
until they can see what their thoughts and habits are, how they're holding them back and creating limitations, uh, it, it's it's really tough. And, and most of the time, you know, they, they call themselves realists and, and that they're looking at things through, you know, reality and all this. And, and that's what they fooled themselves into believing. Look, there's no more realist on the planet. I, I don't feel like them myself. I mean, I look behind the curtain. I look at everything upside down backwards before I make the decision. But once the decision is made, the decision is based upon the time, energy, effort spent versus the full upside income potential. Also, the the acceptance in the marketplace. All these different factors go into the decision. Once the decision is made, it's not going to be a straight shot. There's going to be some challenges along the way, but I don't I don't get freaked out about it because – a quality decision was made before I ever started the journey. I don't start the trip till I have the roadmap, until I can see where it's where, where what the ultimate destination can be. And when I get excited about the ultimate destination, I stay focused on that. You can call that fantasy island. You can call it whatever you want to call it. Doesn't matter to me. But my focus every day is ten millionaires, five hundred six figure earners. And I know, you know, and I've got the, the, the vehicle to make that happen. I know I do. So that's where I stay focused. And I don't get caught up in all the other stuff that just doesn't matter. I'm sorry that your customer, you know, the guy ordered a loot box and was supposed to be here in five to seven days. And it's been 14 and he doesn't have it yet. They talked about that on Thursday's call three weeks ago. If you were plugged in and listening, you would know that. And again, I, I don't want to go down this road, but again, guys, you can get caught up in what ifs from now on in every aspect of your life. And that is a negative feedback loop that you really, really, you're going to have a much more exciting, fun life if you can get rid of that. You're not being intelligent and smart and, and a realist. Okay, that's not always constantly daily asking yourself, what if, what if, what if, what if. Is, is of no value to you, even though you think it is. So you got to get real. And then I have to ask myself with a lot of people, is it just a lack of self-confidence? I mean, if it's a lack of self-confidence, that's, that's a pretty easy fix. Because what happens once you get in the field, and like I say, if you can get, and again, every business is different, but in our business, if, you, if, if people can get 10 decision makers say no, they're going to have so many that have said yes that, that it, it creates a confidence like no other confidence. See, when you're making money every week and you're adding to your income every week, this is a whole different game, guys. It's a totally different box. You know, when you're not just trying to burp and diaper and take care of your seven downline members and get them to talk to somebody, and you don't even have to deal with them, you can be in the field every week controlling your own financial destiny and creating and adding to your income every week. It's a different ball game. It's a totally different ball game. And it will create confidence real quick. So if you have lack of confidence in the beginning, you know what? Everybody that started this did. I did. I couldn't believe it. I felt nervous calling people that already had boxes, leads that the company provided. I felt nervous about it because I hadn't done it in so many years. But once I made a few calls, I was back in the groove and I'm good. I'm good to go. But I felt nervous and it was freaking me out because I haven't felt this way in years. So lack of confidence is a normal human emotion, you know. It just is. 
But you can work through that. But you got to take the first step. And we we got a, such a supportive group that can help people, yeah, and will help people. But you got to take your first step. And if you can't do that, then you probably shouldn't be involved in any kind of business. And if fear is holding you back, how long has it held you back? How long are you going to let it hold you back? Here's an opportunity to break out of the fear and, you know what, make money quickly by doing it. It's not the promise of money in three to five years. It's the promise of profits next week, the week after, the week after, to be building on an income every single week. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Fear is false evidence appearing real. That's the acronym for fear, false evidence appearing real. You get up in the morning, you hit the ground, you focus on where you're going, why you're doing it, my hundred boxes, 10,000 a month, or whatever your focus is in your business. It's focused. That's what I'm doing. You go into the marketplace, you pull up in front of that first business, and you're kind of nervous inside. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Walk through the door. Be value focused. Tell the truth. You're giving away cash flow. You're giving away cash flow. What about that do you not understand? And you have to understand it, and then you might have to let, because it's not congruent with what the owner of that business is dealing with every day, people walking in trying to sell them something. You might have to say three times in the first three minutes, I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm here to provide quality entertainment for your customers, give you something free that can create cash flow for your business. It's not difficult, but you got to sell yourself first and get rid of the fear. It's false evidence appearing real. Five, four, three, two, one, go. You know, and fear, even picking up the phone or walking through the business or whatever you're doing, any of us who have ever overcome fear know that it's never as bad as we build it up to be in our minds. We get all fearful in our minds, and then we walk in and think, man, that was a real pleasant experience. You know, they had four boxes there. I just made I just made $400 for the rest of my life every single month in commissions, and I can't wait to get to the next business now. That's the way this works, guys. You got to get real with where it is. Let's get down to where the rubber hits the road. And this is in any business. What are your three things that you should be doing every day? Forget everything else. Nothing else matters. Get to Fantasy Island if that's where those three important things are that you need to do every day. And forget all the what if stuff. You know, and the last thing is I got a lot of very intelligent friends that can't even bring themselves to open their mind enough to even look. And I don't know if it's ego, uh, sense of entitlement. Uh, they're not willing to grind again. I don't know what it is. And honestly, at this point, I don't care. I gave them one shot. That's it. I'm done. Get out of my way. Let me go do a thousand boxes. I mean, I don't know what that is all about. I just don't understand that kind of ego or whatever it is. I don't get it. I don't relate to it. I, I never have, and I hope I never will. You know, I, I, there's no entitlement here. You know, it, it doesn't matter. I, I'm, I'm not going to expect people to do that, which I'm not willing to do. Period. End of story. I don't need to be Elvis. Just get out of my way. Give me the, a fair opportunity. And let me go see what I can do with it, and I'll help you go and try to help you work through what you have to work through so you can go see what you can do with it, and we're all going to come out great in the end. 
So I don't know what that is is all about. I really feel that the bottom line to all this, when you talk about the what-if, negative loop syndromes, fear of failure, fear of rejection, sense of entitlement, all this other stuff, when I really look at it and I really think about it, for me, I think it just comes down to not understanding there's a new box. I think that's it. Uh, They've really not wrapped their mind around the magnitude of the new era of income generation, wealth creation, and it's only because they have not allowed themselves to accept the facts and the numbers that are related to the opportunity. They've never really looked at the numbers. And when they look at it, all they can hear is blah, 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 same old, same old, MLM, B2B sales, direct sales. They can't, they can't understand, guys, this is a daggone new box. They don't really understand that this is a new box, and, and none of us have ever seen this before. The opportunity is not B2B sales. It's not the MOM box or whatever box they're trying to put it in. This is a new box that has never existed and could have and could have never existed if it wasn't for smart contracts on the blockchain and crypto quickly becoming mainstream. They just don't get that yet. And I'll keep saying it. You know, the, it's like the preacher got up and he kept, he, 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 he gave his sermon. And the next Sunday he gave the exact same sermon. And the next Sunday he gave the exact same sermon. And the fourth Sunday he gave the exact same sermon. And then the head of the board came to him and said, we need, we need to have a board meeting. We need you to come. And they held a special board meeting, and the guy said, Preacher, uh, is it my imagination, or is it our imagination, or have you preached the exact same sermon the last four weeks? The exact same sermon the last four weeks. And he said, Yes, I absolutely have. And he said, Why why are you doing that? He said, Because I'm going to keep preaching it until you get it. I'm going to keep preaching it until you get it. And that's kind of how I feel. There's a new box. It's never existed before. There's going to be more and more opportunities that are going to come, and you're going to have people that are caught up in opportunities of the, of the past, but there's a new era here. So where are you? What are your roadblocks? What are your mental blocks? What do you need to work with? What do you need to work through? Some of you probably listen to me right now, You're in dead opportunities, and you need to pivot. Some of you are in good opportunities, and you need to figure out what your three activities are that you need to focus on every day and forget all the what-ifs and everything else surrounding it. Where are you? Whatever it is, I can promise you this. Whatever you have to work through, whatever obstacle you have to work around or work through, it starts with self-talk and rewiring your mind. That's what it starts with. And we've talked about that for years in this session, and we get into heavy duty, heavy, heavy heavily into this, this in our program in your mind for success program, which I know many of you are members of. Programinyourmind.com. Uh, guys, thank you for letting me have a, this brain dump. Uh, I hope you got value from this info, and, and as always, your feedback and comments are appreciated.
If you're listening on YouTube, that's the best place to ask questions or leave comments. I try to reply to everyone there. I appreciate you listening. I have no idea what next week's going to hold or next week's podcast, but I appreciate you being here this week. This is Dale Calvert. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again soon on next week's momsuccess.com podcast. Break your barriers. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.